What is going on, party people? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Adventures in DJing podcast. It's Nick. And remember, you could subscribe to this podcast anywhere podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and recently I've been uploading them to YouTube, to my YouTube channel. So if you're a YouTuber, you could check them out there as well. My homepage is djnxscott.com where you can find out more info on this podcast. You can check out previous episodes. You can listen to uh, previous episodes with some amazing guests and you can see an upcoming schedule of uh, some really talented folks that are going to be on this podcast in the next several weeks. If you're interested, we have some very affordable sponsorship packages available. I'm not going to be a salesman and sell you on it, but if you want to check it out, it's right there at djnxscott.com. Just click on the podcast. So today, man, this is a treat. This guy is arguably one of my favorite radio program directors I ever got to work for. He is wildly, I mean, insanely, it's actually kind of scary how talented this guy is. I met him at Q102 Cincinnati. He was my assistant program director, but he was the guy I answered to. He trained me. He taught me. There's no way I could be where I am today without him. He has won several ACM awards, the Academy of Country Music for Radio Station of the Year, Large Market Radio Station of the Year, the Academy of Country Music. He has been the program director at the helm when that radio station won those awards. He's still there to this day. I'm beyond honored that he accepted to come on the podcast with me and talk for a little while. He is the living legend, Grover Collins. Welcome to the best night of your life with DJ Nick Scott. Let's go. Hey, man. I gave you a little bit of an intro and, and told our story and a little bit about what you're into these days. And the reason I started this podcast is through the coronavirus, I have so many wildly talented friends out there in both radio and the DJ world. And I thought, how can I help people have a voice and, and get themselves out there? And when it came to the radio side of my adventures in DJing, you are, if not the, but one of the most prominent figures in my history. So I, it's an honor to have you on here, man. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Ah, thanks for the invitation. I'm excited to talk to you. Our paths crossed at Q102 Cincinnati, and now you are at B105 Cincinnati. And I mentioned that you all have won a couple ACM awards. How does that feel? Uh, you know, anytime we have been fortunate enough to win either an ACM or a CMA station of the year, I'm usually always asked, you know, because we've Fortunately, and I'm I, I, not trying to be braggadocious, but we have won more than once since I've been the program director. So I will ultimately get asked, you know, does it feel the same or, or do you get, you get used to it? I'm like, absolutely, positively not because it's so, I'm also a judge for the CMAs and I obviously can't judge my own category or my own market size, but uh, I know how difficult it is and I know of all the talent out there and, and all the hard work that everyone does, you know, so feels great. Well, and it's, it's well-deserved. You are, and I'm not trying to <laughs> inflate your ego. I'm just being as honest as I can be in the 16 years I was on the air in radio. You are 
by far one of the most talented guys I ever seen. And, and it, the scary thing to me is it just seems like it comes natural to you. So where do you come up with a lot of your, your ideas when it comes to radio, your your Facebook and your Instagram is hilarious, and you always are full of humor and full of great ideas. Does it just come to you? Do you draw inspiration from places? I guess I've always had an off-kilter sense of humor or things that are maybe not funny to everybody definitely make me laugh, uh, you know, definitely uh, more of a dry wit like a Ricky Gervais or um, his version of The Office to me is one of the funniest things I've ever seen or things that are supposedly played straight in a movie or a line said straight on purpose because it's just so funny. That's the stuff that makes me laugh. So that's what I try to, if it makes me laugh, I will repost it. Or a lot of times I come up with stuff while I'm editing music logs. Cause Nick, you got to remember, I've been editing music logs every day, five, six days a week. That's about 1994. <laughs> so that's many an hour behind a computer screen editing. So there's a part of my brain while I edit logs that just sort of free thinks. And I'll think about stuff I saw driving in or something my kid said. Or, and, and, and sometimes I'll try to just see if I can think of something funny out of it. Thinking of the coronavirus, this has impacted everyone around the world. And it's impacted a lot of us in the event industry. I've had uh, several DJs on talking about the hardships they've endured. And uh, you remember Ted Morrow? I had him on not too long ago. Uh, he had yep. some, some kind words to say about you on the podcast as well, uh, as far as teaching me the ropes. And um, he told me a little bit of what his station is doing to uh, keep their listeners informed uh, and, and safe. What has B105 Cincinnati been doing during this time? Well, we had to address this very carefully because we wanted to make sure we played the right role. Um, you know, when people want hard news or want the latest top story on the coronavirus, they're not thinking B105 and they're not thinking B105.com or any of our social channels. So we thought, what do moms want to know about? Well, they want to know about things that affect them personally, about stores closing or um, daycare situation, things that are going to reopen, when they're going to reopen. And we decided early on to, and the phrase came up, and I can't take credit for it, but I've definitely stole it, is stay in your lane and entertain. And that's basically what I've been preaching. And if they're coming to B105, they want to hear the music first and foremost that we play. They want to hear you, the personalities. They want to hear, they want to be entertained. They want a distraction from the life we're all having to live right now that none of us asked for. And uh, if they want the hard stuff, they're going to go where they want to go for that. But they're not coming to B105 or, in my opinion, any music station for that. That is incredibly well said. And that's a thought I had as well. You know, if they want the hard stuff, there's plenty of news talk outlets out there for them to, to get that from. And I think a lot of people do want an escape. B105 is an absolute legend in the Cincinnati area's and the fact that you've been there as long as you have, man, is a true testament to your talent. And what do you, what do you attribute to your longevity? Well, my favorite word when it comes to radio is and has always been consistency. I like things consistent. I, uh, I try to use the analogy of a radio station for people that aren't in radio. Say you got a favorite restaurant. And when you go to your favorite restaurant, let's just say it's Italian, uh, when you go in there, 
you are going there for Italian food and you're going there because you've been there before and you've had great service and you know what you're going to expect. And every time you walk through the door, the smell hits you, the atmosphere hits you, the lighting hits you, the atmosphere hits you. And that's why you're there. You didn't go there for Mexican food. You went there for Italian food. So every time they hit preset number four, and if that's 105.1, B105, I want the same feeling. They know why they're hitting that preset. They better know what to expect. It better not disappoint them, and it better be consistent every single time because all it does is take a few times when you walk into a restaurant, and why is it so bright? When do they turn the music up? Man, it's so cold now. Especially my wife. I'm out. She's done. And that's the same way I think people are going to treat just about anything, especially radio. So you got to be consistent every time they come to you. Uh, fulfill or exceed their expectations. Dude, you nailed it. And some of my favorite radio programs, some of my favorite podcasters, some of my favorite DJs out there that I follow, you're right. They're consistent. I know when I turn them on, I know when I subscribe or download, I know what I'm getting. And and you hit the nail on the head. One thing I did want to talk to you about, and it always brings a smile to my face. Can you remember the night we met? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so... I've I've told this story uh, many times to different people throughout my radio career, and it always makes me laugh how it unfolded. I was on the air at Warm 98 Cincinnati. I was doing part-time there, and I was also a DJ doing weddings and nightclubs. Now, I did Thursday night, DJ Thursday night at a nightclub called Metropolis. Uh, it's no longer around, but your wife would come out and do a live radio remote on Friday nights at, a, at one time there. And so when she did nights of Q102. Yep, exactly. So this is probably 2004 ish or so. And so I wasn't DJing that night, but I had a lot of friends that wanted to go to the bar. So we went and I was listening to, I think Danny was DJing that night. Sob. He may not have been, I can't remember, but someone was a friend of mine was DJing. And, uh, either him or Chris Tease. Yeah. One of, one of the two guys. Yeah. God, I haven't talked to Chris in years. Um, so they said, oh, that's the Q102 people. And I said, well, before the night's over, I'm going to walk up and shake their hand, you know, because I'm in radio now, too. I was on warm. And, but I didn't want to, I, I, was, I was terrified that I was going to, to interfere with what you guys had going on. So the night goes on, and you're doing your thing, and the bar is shutting down. Well, at this point, my good friend Grover is feeling pretty good. <laughs> so I walk up to you. I remember it like it was yesterday. I walk up to you. I said, hi, you don't know me. My name is Nick. I go by Nick Scott and I work on the air uh, weekends on Warm 98. And you said, you're on Warm 98. And I said, yeah. You looking for a job? <laughs> and I said, uh, I guess always. I can't remember the exact words. It was At this point, it's like 3.30 in the morning. Okay, it's 3.30 a.m. And you said, I got to be at the station in the morning to edit logs and I want your resume in my email. And I went, uh, okay, okay. yeah, I'll, I'll get that for you. And I shook your hand and said, nice to meet you. And I left. I went home at 4 a.m. and worked on my resume and sent it to you at like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> and then sure enough, you called me like that Saturday afternoon and I came down and talked to you and Patty on Monday. Dude, that's awesome. I'm glad you remember that because obviously at 3.30 a.m. after hanging out with uh, Ollie and you know, everything that went on in Metropolis. Um, I don't remember that rightfully so, but, um, I guess I was definitely testing you to see if you, how bad you wanted to, uh, possibly work at Q102. I'm sure that's what I was thinking. Oh dude. And, and I said this, uh, to Mark McFadden, I had Mark on the, the podcast. I was in, 
radio for 15 and a half years and three and a half spent in Cincinnati, a year and a half at Q. Of the four companies I worked for, Q102, my time there with you guys and you, and I'm not saying this to kiss your tail or, or put anyone down or anything like that. My time there was above and beyond the highlight of my career. And I want to thank you for that. Oh, you're absolutely uh, welcome. I'm glad you feel that way because I have a memory. Uh, and I'm sure if you had Brian Douglas on here, he'd have the same memory that I remember we used to push you pretty hard. And, um, I'm sure you remember that because I oh, yeah. remember that very, yeah. very, that we just, um, and now listen, we're all older now and you were a lot younger then. But we saw a very raw, natural talent in you, but uh, we felt that you were, I don't want to say squandering it, but I guess you want, we wanted to focus you a little more. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it, we felt like we were pretty hard on you. And you're absolutely right. So I'll be 38 uh, here in two months. At that time, I was 21, 22 years old. So it's been a while now. I was about, oh, I was 22. Yeah, you're a baby. So at that time... To be honest, I saw radio, I saw DJing, and I saw women. <laughs> so those are the three <laughs> things I focused on. And I was very, very green. I was As very, it should have been at that age. Yeah. Very green, very wet behind the ears. Um, and I'll be honest, I had a little ego at that time. And it took some years for that to fall off of me, uh, some maturity. And, um, you know, I think back to some times, and I think we all can in our history and our timeline and think of some stupid crap we did. And once you get older, you're like, God, why did I do that? But, you know, there will never be a day that I don't hold you and Brian and Patty and, and uh, Joe and, and all of them with the highest, highest, highest respect and love and admiration for what you guys did for me. There is without a doubt I would not be where I am or had done the things that I've done without this, the guys in Grover Collins at Q102 Cincinnati. And I'm, I'm, I honestly feel that way. And I wanted to tell you that. I appreciate it. Honestly, that's a very, very nice and humbling. Um, and I just, you know, again, it was, I don't want to say it was my job, but I mean, it was definitely, I, that's probably where I am now. I remember once I turned around, I'm 50 now. So probably once in my late thirties, and I became the program director of B105 right before I turned 40, I started realizing that my whole role was sort of shifting from being the on-air guy, to not that I don't still do that, but then to mentoring and teaching and got to teach the next generation because I realized, oh man, I'm turning into that older guy now that's been doing this for a long time. And I got to, you know, teach these kids what's going on and what's expected and the culture of the building and you know, we don't whine and we don't complain and we're thrilled to be working in Cincinnati. I, you know, I, I, I traveled the country three times before I was 27, before I landed my first job in Cincinnati back in 97. So anytime I even think I hear anybody whining, I shut that right down. Man, I miss Cincinnati so much. Now, don't take that out of context. West Virginia and the people of West Virginia have afforded me a lifestyle and a business that I don't know I could have got anywhere else. The people of West Virginia are absolutely amazing. And I'm not saying that to get brownie points with anybody. It's the God's honest truth. And, and had I not come here, I wouldn't have my beautiful wife, and my beautiful kids, but I do miss it. I was going to say you have your whole family because you went there. Absolutely. But I do miss it. You know, it is my hometown and I have some great memories there and I have some great memories there with you. Um, and, and Patty, 
How is Patty? I haven't heard from Patty in forever. I've sent her a few texts, and, and I guess I feel like the ex-boyfriend she doesn't want to talk to anymore. Patricia is a very, very busy lady. She is the operations manager for the whole building. And on top of that, she's still the program director for Q102. And then on top of that, she has a hand firmly in the digital era helping out with that. And she's very, very creative. We always joke that, you know, she's the one with, um, you know, the little uh, painter's palette or whatever you call that with all the different colors. And she's like, oh, I'm going to put a little red over here. I'm going to put a little blue over here. And I'm the guy that's, you know, anchored to a rock on the ground who's keeping her from drifting away. Yep. Uh, so we complement each other very well because we have different styles. So I, she lets me sort of do my thing, and I obviously let her do her thing, and then we come together when there are situations that I'm still very involved with Q102, even though I've been the program director of B105 for this is my 11th year now. But I still have all those relationships with those record companies, and I still would help or, and do help uh, book acts for charity events or you know work on flyaways with record companies. She just doesn't have the time, and I already had those relationships from back when I worked with you at Q that are almost 20 years old now. Wow. I, mean, I started at Q in 01. That's crazy. So we just, it just, yeah, it just works. I mean, I know there are tons of markets where they would just not even understand how this operates, but we've been doing it this way for so long. It's just natural for us. Second nature. Patty is by far, our Patty Marshalls, who we're talking about, she was the program director when I was at Q, and Grover was the APD. But Patty, is by far one of the absolute most talented women in the radio industry, period. She is incredible. Um, and if you see her, tell her I said one of the most creative people I've ever met ever. So absolutely. Well, Grover, I, I, I cannot say enough that there is no possible way I could be where I am and done the things I've done without you in my life. And I will be forever grateful for that. Well, buddy, I, again, I appreciate that. That was awful sweet of you to say that. And, uh, don't worry. It, it, like I said, just like winning another ACM or CMA, it's always great to hear that uh, you're you're you did something to inspire and and help uh, along the way. You know, I know it's very cliche, but that's uh, that's what we're supposed to do, right? Give back and teach the next generation because eventually I'll be hanging up the headphones. But I want to make sure I leave uh, whatever the industry is at that point. Who knows the way things are obviously going in a very sad way, but want to leave it to uh, good hands and capable hands. Well, before we get off here, tell the people where they can follow you. A little bit ago, I said how your social media is always absolutely hilarious, where people can find you, and tell uh, about the radio station where folks can listen to the station. So, I yeah, I program B105, B105.com. Uh, it's country. It's just your your top 40 mainstream pop country station. Uh, we've been, this is our 51st year. It has been a country station. That's awesome. And um, it's just, yeah, and I, I, I've told the analogy uh, that I feel like just basically I'm the captain of an aircraft carrier in the Pacific. And, uh, you know, it was here long before me, and it's going to be here long after I'm gone. But while I'm in control, uh, keep the needles out of the red and don't ram it into a reef. Just there you go. Take care of it, and it will take care of you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Where, the, where can they follow you on uh, social media? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Grover Collins, and my Instagram is Grover Collins Radio. And then if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's just Grover Collins. Now, you're originally from Florida, right? Uh, originally from Massachusetts, but then 
I moved to uh, Alabama and Georgia when I was very young. I got in the radio at 15 in Georgia back in 85, and then I moved to Maine, and I was in Maine until 91. Then I moved to Minnesota in radio. I was there from 91 to 95, and then I moved to Florida in 95, and then I moved to Cincinnati in 97. That's where I'm thinking of Florida. Where were you at in Florida? Were you at FLZ? Tallahassee at WAIB. It was B103, oh, okay. ironically. Ironically. Yeah, I, but I remember in our discussions way back when, I, I do remember a Florida piece being in there. Well, brother, I won't keep yep, you any yep. longer. It was an absolute treat having you on here. And is there any advice you would give the radio personalities, the DJs, the venue managers, the musicians? Those are the folks that are listening to this podcast. So what's some advice you give folks that are feeling down with this coronavirus? Maybe they were let go by their radio station. Maybe like myself, they lost their gigs. Um, What's something you would, some advice you would give them? Well, on the spot, I I guess I can only say is I don't know about, you know, I I, I said um, going into work a couple of weeks ago, I said, does anyone else feel like we're in a movie we're acting in a movie and every day we show up to set and they haven't written the script yet. We don't know what's going to happen because that's how I feel life is right now. It is just so unknown. Um, and obviously, you know, Hubbard was snake bit by the, the cuts because of coronavirus, And, you know, our lack of commercial inventory has just been staggering for two months. So we had to make them some unfortunate cuts and we let good people go. And, um, we're, if you're one of those unfortunate people that that's happened to, Uh, As a program director, I'm not saying it's not possible to get back into radio, um, but I will not lie and say it won't be harder because the jobs are absolutely dwindling. Uh, There are less people doing more work everywhere, and I don't see that ever changing. Uh, It's a double-edged sword of technology. So um, if and when I would ever have to hire again and I have the luxury of putting someone else on staff, it would have to be someone that just is that good. That just is, I don't have, we're not going to have time to teach um, from the ground floor because I'd probably be looking for like a, a full-time position in, um, in a pretty good slot. So you're going to have to, you know, it's like playing pool or baseball. You can't just sit on the sidelines. You'll get rusty. So whatever you got to do, even if it's playing DJ in your, in your house or in your car, you got to just, you know, Keep your chops up because, you know, when the, when a job opportunity hopefully does arrive, you got to be ready to literally just jump right in and be able to go. Grover Collins, you are an absolute inspiration, my friend. And, uh, uh, I again, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for doing this podcast. And I can't wait to read more of your social media. I do every day. It's It cracks me up. <laughs> thanks, pal. Great catching up. And thanks for inviting me on your show. 